0: hello and welcome back to the young saints podcast thank y'all for listening because like you know again just a random kid saying stuff about jesus and i appreciate that some of y'all listen but i don't, i feel like i don't really do this for people listening that sounds kind of selfish but what I'm trying to get at is that it helps me out figure out things and I hope that me putting this out there can help someone else figure it out too. Lately I've been struggling through moving forward in my spiritual life because when when you don't move forward there's there's no just standing still and nothing else is moving. Like when you're walking, right, in a crosswalk and they you're you're walking on those like lines, like I already forgot what it's called. But you're walking and and after that you just decide to stop. The people around you, do they decide to stop? No, they just keep moving forward. You might get hit by a car, and might people are gonna just zoom past you. They're just gonna go through because you're standing still. That's what I feel like. Is spiritualized. Right. Because I don't think there's anybody. That has stronger faith. Because. If you think about it. Your strongest faith forever. Will stay right now. It's your strongest faith. Because. One day your faith is going to turn into sight. And that's what I'm looking forward to. That's what we all look forward to. So I believe that faith gets stronger. I believe that God's steps that He's laid out, people take more steps than others. And when I right now, I feel like I'm I'm stopping the middle of the cross. And I, I know I'm not gonna be perfect. I'm not gonna figure it all out, but. I also want to move for God. Right? And, you know, I've been asking a lot. Like, God, how do I move forward? How do you give me encouragement? I ask people that I love. I ask people that I know. And it all came up with one thing. is to have a godly perspective. Like, God has laid out plans for me. It's not like I haven't heard the plans. It's not like God's been silent to me. God has given me plans that he wants me to do. But I continue to stop. Today, they're on a class of mine. This really good teacher we have. His name is Mr. Brown. He's really been like a really like Big inspiration in my life because he's really and he's really close to God. And today during class he put on the board your comfort zone is where your plans and goals will die. That's exactly what I needed during that time today. Because I'm just staying in my comfort zone. I'm staying where I'm comfortable. I'm staying where it's more safe and there's more less risk. And I need to realize that there is no, I'm standing still and no one else is moving. I'm standing still and God isn't moving. God is waiting until I can move, until I move. And, of course, our salvation is not based on good deeds. Because Jesus and I realized God calls us to do things, not for our salvation, but for his plan for for the world right now. Because the world is such a small part of our lives. The world is such a small part. And we have eternity to look forward to. But... Good deeds is does not give us salvation but God laid out plans for us and we must do them. so reason why I say you need God's perspective is because he knows things that you don't he knows things that you don't like for example your friends or someone you usually get mad at all the time right like someone that like really like gets you mad and that that's me like I have a lot of people like that but when you have a godly perspective you get you see that these these people these people are hurt or these I don't know their life I don't know what they go through I don't know Or you start seeing hints of trouble in their life. And you start seeing things of things that he wishes that you would have. Right? So God shows us perspective that we don't see. It's kind of cool that we have a God like that, you know? He knows stuff so that we don't need to know stuff. We just need to go up to him and ask him. And it's like... It's, it's like looked at as like... the This Jesus thing is so hard. But when you accept Christ and you accept Jesus... It gets so much easier. But I mean really accept. Like really, really accept him because when you experience him for the first time it happens immediately and it feels great it feels amazing most stories I've heard of people's testimony of Jesus coming in their lives it's a lot of, I always went to church, like during my youth and I went there, but then after that I left and then I start feeling, failing, but then I realized I needed God the entire time and I came to him and now I'm for full pursuit of him. And I love those stories. I hear them a lot, and it never gets old to me, but I feel like I want this new generation to be different, and of course, this is not me saying that I need, people need to be like me, and I need people to be, you know, preaching all the time, and like, talking about God and stuff, but really, I barely do this stuff, like, I'm about to just give you my personal life, I barely do this stuff outside of this podcast, I barely do it, and it hurts me in the core because I know I have this but I don't show it to everybody I just hope someone gets lucky to see the podcast, hope someone gets lucky like, I'm gonna get really into it right now like, I am not just, Dude, I just goes around and start telling my Jesus, and I hate that. God doesn't call us to be perfect. God doesn't call us to do all the hard work. God is calling us to ask Him. Ask, get, ask Him for His perspective. Res- so when you gain God's perspective, you see some things, you see things that you can't see. But also, when you gain God's perspective, you see a bigger purpose. There's this movie that I've watched, like recently, just came out. It's called Jesus Revolution. It's a good movie. And a lot of a lot of times in this movie, it mentions a part that really stuck with me after I watched it. Like I watched it twice, once with my friend and once with my family. And I didn't hear it the first time. That really hit me. But the second time, I heard it. It was amazing. Two times I saw it referenced in uh, in a movie. Uh I'm probably to same names, but I'm gonna just try to explain it as good as I can. But this is guy, this pastor for a church and This other pastor guy, not really a pastor, but he was very famous in the church. He left the church because he felt that God wasn't calling it to him. And the pastor was the head pastor. The one that led it all was like, they're all expecting that pastor and they're not expecting me. Why should I go out there? God probably chose the wrong person. And what his wife said to the head pastor, he said, do you hear these people? Do you hear these people getting ready to praise God and getting ready to learn about him? Don't let your pride get in the way of it. Don't let your pride and your worries get in the way of what God wants to do. Hold that. Let's we'll continue to the second reference to them in the Bible in the in, in the movie. All the time in the movie there is this guy that was in the school for the army but then he got he got like really close to a bunch of hippies like and they as you know back then they used to do drugs and they did all these things but His name, I think a lot of people know who this is, Greg Laurie. I'm not sure y'all know his name, but he was going through a dark time. And he just got out of that dark time. And he's back in one, in the scene I'm talking about. And remember when I told you that pastor that was leaving? So he went, the, the pastor that was leaving the church, he told Greg that, when he found Greg in his worst spot he's ever been in his life. The pastor said God gave him gave him a vision that he would preach to thousands of people. And Greg the he was telling the pastor like, dude if you're if you leave then like it gets so much harder and like I can't do this. I wanna be able to do it. And like, don't leave or I can't get to there. And the pastor said, God gave me a vision that you would preach to thousands and thousands of people. Don't let me get in the way of that. So, a lot of times in this movie, it references that don't let a worry get in the way of the big plan. So when you gain God's perspective, look up to the big plan that God has. And don't let that worry get in the way of it. Don't let it. I said this once before, but think about if Mary didn't accept that angel's offer. And like said, okay, you're going to give me a baby? Nah, nah, that's not me. You know, I'm like a pretty young guy and don't want a baby right now. So like, that. Imagine the light we would have lost. And I'm sure that God was not hanging on to only Mary. If Mary didn't say yes, then his plan would fall apart. I I know for sure that God had other plans, but no doubt Jesus was going to be in them either way. Jesus was, was going to be in that either way. But think about what Mary would've missed out on. He would've missed out on a perfect son, missed out on a Messiah. What if your worry is letting out, letting you miss out your perfect, your perfect idea of life? What if your worries are stopping you from reaching? That perfect life, I always drink of. Those worries will fade away immediately when you take that step, right? I'd say, like for me, it's kind of like jumping off a diving board, right? Cause like in your mind, like a lot of people don't care anymore. Like they're used to diving board, but it's just first time and you're like, oh shoot, should I dive in there? And the moment you dive in, there's no going back. But you know when this happens? You don't feel going back. You know what you feel? You feel you're getting ready to jump into it. You, when you jump into the pool, you are you feel yourself getting ready in to jump, like maybe a cannonball, or maybe putting your feet all the way down so it hurts less, right? So, when we take a step for God, when we fully take the step and just take the step, I mean, just like, take the step that God's leading you to do, your worries that you have before will leave. Because when you commit to it, you've won. Committing to God means victory. And I think we... Overlooked that a lot. Like the moment we commit to God is closer to the victory that God wants us to have. And right now, me speaking about this, this is so convicting to me. Because right now, like I told y'all, I'm stuck in this comfort zone. But I'm glad that God's given me wisdom right now to tell. And I tell myself, too, about these things. So, God gives you perspective that you don't see. God gives you the bigger picture. Well, also, when you gain God's perspective, life just seems simpler. So, When you gain God's perspective, when you gain that perspective of God that he has, you start to see that those little things that really don't matter. And these little things that really don't matter starts to fade away. And you start doing things that will prepare you. but that doesn't mean like, oh... Get off of games or like get off of like these little things, but what I'm saying is it's that it starts seeing smaller, it starts meaning less to you. Also, your worries start meaning less to you. My friend, he's a he's a great over me, but he showed me this song one time. It's called. fought for love you probably know that song but in one of the lyrics it says my pro my problems are getting my problems are getting smaller and getting small getting smaller i'm getting stronger I i just just messed up the entire time but i'm gonna say it again so it's more clear my problems are getting smaller i'm getting stronger right so my problems are getting smaller. So, when you accept God's fact, that, that's how, the way I see it, is that your problems start getting smaller and you start comparing it to what God has it for you. And it's like, why did I care about that? And then I'm getting stronger, you start getting stronger faith. Not, you know, like, not greater faith, not in amount but you start caring for it more. Right? So I feel like the the way perspective has on this it's the strongest tool that we have against the devil or against the world. God's perspective is so Big and it's so plentiful. His knowledge is so big. And there's no way we can level up to that. So, this entire time I've just been spewing about God's perspective. How do you get God's perspective? How do I get this, Sanjay? You're telling me all these good things that happen. But how do I get God's benefits? perspective? Spending time with him. And opening your eye, eyes. Op- Letting God talk to you. Now, I don't know if you ever heard God's voice. Maybe you ever, because I've never heard his voice, like his actual voice. But I've seen signs that I heard and I heard thoughts that he's of me. But I know that I would never say. Most of these podcasts, I would never say. Like, no shot this one probably too but i know god's talking God's speaking and a lot of times we see his voice at like a big boom so strong and i believe it's like that but to me it just sounds like yourself because god made us in his image that doesn't mean that we are god but that means god allows us to hear him through our thoughts and it's really cool and we're glad that the holy spirit to talk to us it's spending time with him is the main thing because this is gonna sound really wrong but Hear me out. Don't treat God like a high almighty God. Because he is 100%. But God doesn't want that. God loves the praises you give him. That doesn't mean don't praise him. That doesn't mean stop praising him. But you know what God wants? He wants to seem like a father to you. He wants to seem like someone that's close to you. Have meals with. Go Go golfing with, going, walking with him, going, eating meals with him, taking presents with him. God wants that, a father-son relationship with you. Jesus wants a, got a father-son relationship with you. So take this relationship. Get God's perspective and watch life get so much easier.